Okay, so today I'm gonna to talk about two important and geeky SEO tips that every true SEO should know. These are two recent things that Google kind of came out with that they said that I think are really, really important for a couple more advanced SEO situations. So this will be a short video and you'll learn a couple pretty cool tips. Let's go ahead and dive into it. Okay, so first thing is, what is a phantom link? Well, let me explain this a little bit. So when you get good links to your website, and that's a pretty debatable thing, but however many good links you can get to your website, the better, you rank higher and higher and higher. So as a lot of SEOs know, you wanna get more good links, and in a lot of cases, you're checking where you're getting your links from. There's a lot of different tools that you can use to check where you get your links from, such as Ahrefs, SEMrush, Majestic, and Google Search Console. So in Google Search Console in particular, many times there's something that people might call phantom links. So what's a phantom link? Well, this is something that I've seen a ton of because we get hit with so much spam and negative SEO, and I've seen a lot of other sites get hit by that and competitive industries and stuff. So what'll happen is you go and see a link in Google Search Console or maybe another tool, usually Google Search Console. You then go and try to view the link on that page. And when you go to the page, there's nothing there. So what do you do in that situation when you view the source and you do something like Control F and you try to put in a, your website to see the link or you go to the page and it's just completely blank and it doesn't, doesn't seem like there's any type of link there. This happens so much, right? And a lot of times, in my opinion, it's black hats trying to do negative SEO. But Google came out with this one tip and something you can do to figure out how Google is picking up those links. So here it is. Well, first, you can do a fetches Google inside a Google Search Console and you can see how Google is picking up the page. And that's gonna give you a pretty good look at the code. So that's one way to do it. Another way is to use the Google mobile testing tool. So the Google mobile testing tool is going to fetch the page as Googlebot, and then you'll be able to see how Google is actually picking up that page and hopefully identify those phantom links. And then the third way is to look at the page cache. So if you can do a search for the URL in Google, then you can look at the cache of the page and you can see if anything shows up there that didn't show up when just a normal user like yourself went to the page. But by doing these things, hopefully you can identify why Google is seeing a link on that website to your page, but when you go there, there's nothing there. And I can't tell you how common this is. I've seen some nasty stuff out there. I've seen a lot of sites injected with links that would be phantom pages, but then you kind of do some deeper digging um, like this, and then you kind of find out what's wrong with it. And, you know, Viagra, just all kinds of, any anything in the pill space is usually pretty competitive. So, and, and pretty spammy. So that's number one, phantom links. Tip is, use these three tools to try to figure out, are those links actually on the page and how is Google picking them up? And Google says, don't, you don't necessarily need to block these links in the Google disavow file. That's what John Mueller said recently, but I believe that you should. So go ahead and put anything you don't want to be associated with in that file. So at least you can keep track of it. Okay, so item number two. So after the recent Google update, the really big Google update that went out, which was inside of May, 
in May, early May, there's Google update. And one of the things that we saw is that there was a big jump for a lot of sites in pages that are indexed or pages that are not indexed inside of Google Search Console. And I'll show you what that report looks like and give you a couple examples. So the question becomes for a large website, if you just had a ton of pages that got indexed or a ton of pages that didn't get indexed, and by indexed, I mean included in the index out of all your sites, out of all your pages, why did that happen or why didn't that happen? Why didn't that happen? So if you have 100 pages on your site and you have 90 in or you have 100 in, what's the difference between those 10 pages? Well, Google came out and they told us a little bit about that. So first, I highly recommend everybody check out that report because you can click a button, which I'll throw up on the screen, and you're gonna be able to see what's in there and what's not inside the index. But what you wanna do is you wanna look for trends, right? What types of things on your site are being included and what types of things are not being included? And then once you find out this bulk of pages that are not being included, you wanna figure out what's going on there. So it's really quality is the issue. And I know that that's kind of like a bucket word, right? But Google said that it's quality. They're not including certain pages based off of quality. So for example, if you had a big forum site or if you had a site with a ton of categories and some of those categories or forum areas were much higher quality than others, they would drop the ones that were low quality. So you would look at things like how long is the user-generated content? Is the user-generated content unique? How long is the category, you know, product? How, how long are the products inside the category? How many are in there? Are they unique? Are they on every other category page, for example, right? What's the page speed there? Is it mobile friendly? Is there good mobile usability? What's the length of the content? And, and is there one product or is there, you know, 35 unique products, right? Is there one sentence or is there, 800 words of great, you know, information on that, you know, individual post. And is it kind of spammy, right? Has somebody gone in there and have, have they, you know, injected some links or done something like that? Quick note, if you have user generated content on your site, Google has a new link for that. And what you do is you basically put this little piece of code in the link, tells Google it's a user generated content link and then that allows Google to know that maybe you're not 100% vouching for this because somebody else put it up. So what do you do in this situation, right? You've got this report and you can see that the amount of pages not indexed just totally jumped up, not included inside of the index. Google knows about them, but they're not including them. But what you do is you use a system like ours called the Rekindler system. That's what we've called it. But a lot of people call it different things. Essentially, it's a process of going through, say it's 10 pages, and figuring out, is it the right length? Is everything technically correct? Is it high quality content? Um, is this competing with you know, 20 other pages on your website and some are better than others? If, if it is competing and there is one page that should be kind of the master page out of two or three or four, redirecting all of that master page so that master page is included and then all the other pages you know kind of get dropped out and, and you consolidate into one area so that's really the main way to do it you want to improve combine refine and then get better data and better content there so these are two important and super geeky seo things that every great seo should know they're also pretty modern 
uh, things that are a little bit newer within the last, I don't know, year or so, a uh, couple months and it's getting even more important day by day. So I hope you enjoyed this one. If you did, go ahead and leave me a comment. I'd love to chat with you. I love hearing from you. That's why I do these videos. See you next time. Bye.